from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Since the start of the coronavirus or COVID-19 outbreak in the U.S., the CUNA News team has covered the virus's impact on credit unions. We've talked to many credit unions about the unprecedented challenges of operating during a pandemic, but these same credit unions share inspiring stories of rising to the challenge to protect employees and members. I'm Casey Mishlevy, Deputy Editor with CUNA News. This week on the podcast, we're bringing you audio versions of three recent stories about credit unions forging their own paths through the pandemic. They may have fewer staff and resources than some, but small credit unions quickly learned to get creative and work together to weather the current crisis. Jennifer Plager, senior editor with CUNA News, followed the story to see how small credit unions are handling operations and supporting members and staff. Here's Jennifer reading her story. Team members line up for health screenings before entering the building to work. They're urged to wash their hands frequently and use hand sanitizer. Lines of tape six feet apart adorn the lobby floor for members who come into the branch to conduct business. It's the new reality for One Detroit Credit Union as it continues to serve members during the coronavirus outbreak. Our teammates are anxious about being exposed to so many people, and for good reason, says Hank Hubbard, CEO of the 40 Million Asset Credit Union. The team is serving heroically and is in pretty good spirits. One Detroit isn't alone as credit unions adjust operations and determine how to serve members while limiting physical contact. For small credit unions, such as One Detroit, the struggles are magnified. These credit unions continue to provide a safe place for employees and members to carry out financial transactions, assist members who are financially strapped, and alleviate members' fears, all with limited staff and resources. In uncharted territory like this, it can be easy to feel alone, particularly for small credit unions. But we've seen small credit union CEOs and managers working together, sharing pandemic policies and member leave and pay policies on the CUNA small credit union community in ways that have truly reduced anxiety for a lot of people, says Tom Sakash, CUNA's manager of small credit union initiatives. I encourage anyone who is not yet engaged with this resource to check it out now. Your peers are ready and waiting to help. Slow but steady operations. One Detroit has closed the lobbies in two of its three branches. The credit union meets with members for loans and new member accounts by appointment only. Some staff work remotely while others were laid off. Three team members report to the branch regularly and are screened upon arrival, Hubbard says. With Michigan under a stay-at-home order, member traffic has been slow but steady. But members have been calm and patient while adhering to the precautions the credit union has taken to limit contact and ensure people stay far enough apart. In the days following the order, One Detroit saw an increase in members coming in and withdrawing most of the money from their accounts. But in recent days, they've come back to the credit union and redeposited the money. They've realized we are here for them, and the money is safer in the credit union than at home, Hubbard says. We serve a low-income population, and draining their account may only be $1,000, but it's their life savings. We're happy they trust us. While keeping employees safe and serving members remains his top priority, Hubbard says the sustainability of one Detroit through the crisis is a chief concern. This has all come on so quickly that we don't know how it will impact us financially, he says. We've eased all business development, of course, so there are almost no new members. Loans have slowed and savings have dropped. Our fee income is down dramatically. Vestibule Banking 
State College Federal Credit Union has shifted to providing vestibule banking, says Terry Shoemaker, CEO of the 18 million asset credit union in Pennsylvania. Its loan branch is in an office building with no drive through capabilities. Instead, staff meet members at the building's inside entrance door to conduct transactions with no signed receipts. Members who are financially strapped can skip their payments for up to 90 days on all consumer loans. The credit union also waives some non-sufficient funds, ACH, and other fees. It's offering a Corona Lona, which allows laid-off or reduced-wage earners to borrow up to $5,000 at a 3% fixed rate for up to 36 months, and interest-only payments for the first 90 days. I've received a number of very complimentary emails from members thanking us for helping out, Shoemaker says. We've even received some notes from members who don't need the help right now. Understanding Members' Situations Soundview Financial Credit Union in Bethel, Connecticut, knows each member has their own story about how COVID-19 is impacting their lives. Many of those stories are centered on unemployment and furloughs and the worries they have about not being able to pay their bills. We need to listen to our members' stories, understand their situations, and figure out how we could best help them, says Joanne Palladino president and CEO of the 37 million asset credit union. We want to be empathetic and offer our members some relief during this time. Soundview Financial offers skip payments for 90 days on personal and auto loans and its Visa credit card. The credit union will also work with members on a case-by-case basis for second mortgage modifications, she says. After Palladino heard from a member who had never missed a payment but was now unemployed and concerned about making mortgage payments, she researched ways to implement a mortgage modification to help members. We wanted to provide immediate relief for our members, she says. This is a unique situation, and we want to ease their stress. For credit union employees, particularly frontline staff, the daily reality of living in a pandemic can cause feelings of fear and anxiety. Ron Jose, senior editor with CUNA News, learned how credit union leaders are supporting employees' mental health and empowering staff to keep themselves safe. Here's Ron reading his story. Leaders to staff, we're with you. Frontline workers deal with anxiety, fear, and financial challenges while serving members. As the restrictions and impacts related to the coronavirus threat continue, credit union leaders are mindful of another concern, the mental health of their employees, especially frontline staff. This requires adopting a mindset of how do we support and inspire staff because they are financial first responders on the front lines of this relief effort, says Bruce Adams, president and CEO of the Connecticut Credit Union League. They're part of something bigger than themselves right now, and they're putting their personal health at risk to keep their credit union going, their local communities going, and our national economy going. Adam says many mental health professionals are quarantined at home and could provide invaluable services to employees on the front lines, possibly at reduced rates. Connecticut League is identifying some of these experts to work with its member credit unions if they are needed, he says. Adam served as Associate General Counsel for Connecticut Governor Dan Malloy during the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. He played a principal role in handling the tidal wave of charitable donations collected in the aftermath of the shooting. Crises like these are never the same, Adam says. Confident leadership and stability are the name of the game. You've got to start from scratch and build up your resources. Tune your engine every day and get better as you go along. Three Levels of Anxiety Sandy Karanji, CEO of 79 Million Asset Mercer County Community Credit Union, 
in Hermitage, Pennsylvania, agrees that leadership is more important than ever at this critical time. I think in the back of employees' minds, they always assume that the CEO was there to take care of the credit union and its members, Karanji says. But now, in just a couple of weeks, this has shifted to where employees want to know the CEO is taking care of them at this time of a great national crisis. She says employees feel anxiety on three levels. One, they're afraid family members will contract the virus. That's the number one concern for CEOs about employees' state of mind, Karanji says. Two, they're worried about their jobs. She says credit union leaders are doing a great job of managing their staff's fears in this area and commends the CUNA Council community for their networking it has offered during the COVID-19 crisis. Three, frontline staff are assisting members in dire circumstances while dealing with their own financial challenges. Millions of consumers have lost their jobs and are turning to credit unions for guidance, Karanji says. At the same time, our employees are facing their own set of tough circumstances, with family members out of work and worries about their jobs, she says. It's a burden on our employees trying to help our members and their own families at the same time. We're with you. James Collins, President and CEO of 333 Million Asset, OB Credit Union, Lacey Washington, says his staff have the same concerns as those at Mercer County Community. He shares a simple message with his staff. We're with you. Our intent is to keep our employees going through this, Collins says, of his plan to keep employees on the payroll as long as possible. But we also know a lot of our employees have spouses who have been laid off or are going to be laid off. This will be a financial issue for them, and we can't affect that directly, so we're trying to help in any way we can. Randy Smith, President and CEO of 525 Million Asset, TLC Community Credit Union, Adrian, Michigan, says frontline employees are typically the lowest paid staff members. At TLC Community, there are several young parents serving members directly. They're appropriately concerned about bringing home the virus to their kids, Smith says. I check in every day at as many branches as I can and let them know that I get it. There's a constant stream of communication and meetings. Smith says that while employees have plenty to be concerned about, pay doesn't have to be one of them. Our reputation of fine service is a result of our employees' fine service, he says. We've cut back our lobby hours. Even though our employees might be working short shifts, I'm paying them for a full day's pay. I'm going to keep doing that for as long as I can to try to get through this. Smith also says he won't compel employees to come and work if they're anxious about the virus. If somebody doesn't want to be here, we won't force them. They can go home, and I'll still pay them and welcome them back when this whole thing is over. Music Therapy Frontline staff at 239 million asset ISU Credit Union, Pocatello, Idaho, also are anxious about working during the COVID-19 threat, says Lynette Batson, Human Resources Director at the Credit Union. Not only are they anxious about the virus and the need to protect their families, they're concerned about their jobs, she says. That's especially true when employees are classified as non-essential and set home to shelter in place. To ease the staff's anxiety, Batson promotes the Credit Union's Employee Assistance Program and provides a wellness challenge. I found a free online course from Yale on happiness that we'll use for our second quarter wellness challenge. The course is 10 weeks long for a couple of hours each week. Hopefully it will help employees to focus on something else 
and encourage them to actively search for happiness during these challenging times. ISU uses music to soothe staff's fears, creating a playlist of songs that makes them happy. Studies show that music can alter our emotions, Batson says. With our lobbies closing and social distancing being practiced, employees can feel isolated. Collaborating together to create a playlist promotes unity while giving staff an emotional boost. For frontline staff and certain other employees, working from home simply isn't an option. And with schools closed, some of these employees also had to arrange childcare. Senior editor Jennifer Plager learned how one credit union came up with an innovative solution. Welcome to Kids Camp. Here's Bill Merrick, deputy editor with CUNA News, reading Jennifer's story. Removing Child Care Worries SC Telco offers on-site care for staff's children during pandemic. When South Carolina's governor ordered schools to close due to the coronavirus outbreak, leadership at SC Telco Federal Credit Union in Greensville, South Carolina, knew the order would affect employees who didn't have access to child care. We knew this decision would put stress on all working parents, so our goal was to provide as many options as possible for our team members, says Brian McKay, president and CEO of the 400 million asset credit union. While some employees can work remotely, McKay says some positions can't, such as frontline staff. To assist these employees, the credit union created Kids Camp. It allows employees to bring their children from kindergarten through eighth grade to the corporate office during business hours, and they'll be supervised. The credit union's training room is now the hub of Kids Camp, where children work on craft projects, go for walks, decorate the sidewalks with chalk, play with toys, and stream movies. They also work on school assignments. Staff pick up shifts to supervise the children, and some family members of staff have also helped. That includes a graduate student who is conducting online classes and a teacher. Guided by our core value of having the heart of a servant, our leadership team has been able to extend peace of mind to our staff and provide a tangible way to help them during this difficult time, McKay says. We know that when we take care of our employees, they are well-positioned to take care of our members. It's a win-win. Nine families have brought their children to kids' camp, and there has been an average of six children per day. Employees are grateful they have this option for child care. SC Telco has gone above and beyond with assisting their staff with child care during the pandemic, says Allison Lunsford, a compliance analyst at the credit union who brought her five-year-old son to kids' camp. My husband and I both work, and we don't have relatives nearby that can assist with child care. The compassion and understanding SC Telco has shown its employees is tremendous. Not only does my son have someone trustworthy looking out for him, staff are also assisting him with his schoolwork, which frees up some time when we get home. We'll continue to follow the coronavirus pandemic's impact on credit unions and explore how credit unions are stepping up for their staff, members, and communities. If you have a story to share, contact us at cunanews at cuna.coop. That's cunanews at cuna.coop. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.